0: all right all right Matilda. it's been an awesome five weeks of uh, tasks and learning and whatnot but today it comes down to this we're doing this podcast that is part of a digital storytelling and and blogging workshop
1: it has been a really exciting experience and very awesome experience to be in so we're talking about article 23 which yeah. is on the children and young people with disabilities. Yes,
0: yes. So yes. we
1: have in 18, in 1989, government yes. across the world promised all the children the same rights by adopting the UNCRC, yeah. which is
0: the rights on children. When but the time when you and I were just, we are not even a thought, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: All yeah, uh, the convention says what the countries must do for all the children to grow healthy and as able as possible and learn at school and be protected and all that. So, True.
0: yeah. So what, what, what questions do you think I, I should answer? Or oh, maybe the world had, out there should, should be aware of even Zambia as a country, what, what the young people should be doing.
1: Yeah. Uh, research has, it, it says, uh, 1.5 million people in Zambia are disabled, including okay. children. So, and others are and an age that like 15 and below and younger than that so they are not included in education parts they need facilities that will help them improve their disability and not lead them to having more and more disabilities what do you think stakeholders would do with that
0: well um for starters, uh, I think this right is one that most of us tend to think as if is not necessary, especially young people. We, we want to think with respect to the other rights, but we even, even the right itself we've also thought of it that it's not something that we can pay attention to because it's for it, it's only for a selected minority of, of people in the community but I think there's a lot that as stakeholders we can do number one is that you and I are stakeholders and um, there's there's something that we are doing and this podcast this training itself is something that we we are starting to do and I hope that from from these weeks that are going to to, to go on in our lives, we'll be able to reach out and speak and sensitize other people on this issue. They, the truth is that um, children living with disabilities are, are marginalized. And there was a survey that was conducted by, by uh, the University of Zambia and in line with uh, government line ministries and other uh, key donor agencies um, like uh, UN, the, the UNICEF. And what came out of that that I noticed was that um, a lot of people, when we speak of Zambia, a lot of people do, um, are aware that, that, that there's, a, there's an act. That um, is responsible for, for people with um, disabilities. But what they do not know is the content of the act. So you know, it's like you know that there is a constitution in Zambia. Yeah. Yes, but what you don't know is the content of that constitution. And so there's a lot that we could go on and, and talk about. And when, when you read through the survey that was released, then you can find this survey online. Uh, is that you will notice that um, the participants in the survey answer to say, Yes, we are aware but then we we do not know the content um some parents were answering that yes we know that these children can go to school but then um i cannot manage to pay for transport and so i cannot support i cannot think i don't think i can manage to find a 50 quacha a week uh every day for 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 my child to be getting on a bus every day mm-hmm. and so those are some of the challenges that that, that you that you find but uh, i think matilda there's a lot of sensitization that we need to do um yeah. We, there are a lot of myths. Um, I was doing, I did a, my my blog video was around um, children living with disabilities, and it was fo- it focused on young people themselves who are learning special, who have gone into institutions where they can learn special education, so that they apply it. You see, you know, do you know what one, one thing that challenged me? No. I found a fellow young person with a living with a disability, but learning special education. Mm. You That's see. Sweet yes and they, they came out of a shell and they are learning and when i asked but why are you doing this and they said you know what even in the so-called normal class there um there are children that are not uh okay you will notice that there are those children that will not be able to understand certain things and they will take time to understand those things they they will be slow people who would refer to as slow learners even those have got issues for some of you and i were discussing before the opening of this podcast that who knows maybe one of maybe us we actually are disabled yes also in some way. yes if yes. we did we, we went for a full checkup and everything was checked around us so we need to sensitize each other it's a conversation that needs to go on um that look this is not witchcraft there's nothing like witchcraft but if it's a disability because there are other disabilities that are acquired and others that you're actually born with them you know some of them you don't you it may be an accident and others you're actually born like that you you didn't even an accident it's not like you want that you you, should or you knew that you yeah so pretty much i think there's a lot that we can do but it starts with us let's not always let's like in the words of, of 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 john f kennedy let's not ask for what the country can do for us but let's say what what can we do for the country yeah
1: yeah just to add up on what you said yes even as a community we can help these children by like bringing them closer and not discriminating them and seeing them as different people because they can do what we can even more than what Very us for to children can do and all that Very yes
0: true.
1: yeah and when it comes to them having families and having proper facilities having a happy life and them choosing what they want to be in life and what they want to do what do you think they can do or what help can we put in that
0: I think on the aspect of facilities, it's something that we've been learning, I think we are learning, I think from 20, 2009 to 2008, around that, about that time, um, the president then, I think, uh, declared that uh, there's all the structures that are going to come up should accommodate uh, persons living with disabilities. And so even the new buildings, I think, that are coming out, you'll notice that there's something that we're doing, and that's some progress for for a country like Zambia. Um, It's it's a lot of progress. But I think there's still more that we can do. with regards to transportation, I think there should be designated places where even buses, even transport, that will, I think not just that, even the, the, the buses that are going to come up from now um, should be ones that allow them to to, to to be able to sit properly and where they can be accommodated very well. Imagine um, you are all seated in one bus. Someone doesn't feel as if they, they are being... An e- a hindrance to you, or when you go anywhere, that being a hindrance. I think that that would be very exciting. Suffice to say, I was I was attending the the, the, the I was one of the facilitators at the um, 30 year commemoration of the Children's uh, CRC um, Convention on the Rights of a Child. And, and we, had, we, had, we had some kids who who are living with disabilities and it was amazing how our uh, fellow young people were able to accommodate them. And even when the, the kids were being certified, they, the noise that was just in the building and the guys just felt very happy. And they, were, they, they felt like they, I, I, you included. could tell that, yes, that they, they were included. And I think such platforms should be those that actually allow Yama, someone to think that they are yeah. actually part of it.
1: Yeah. yeah, so it's good if children with disabilities are able to engage and you as a community are able to engage them in activities and mm. make them feel as if they are part of that community yes. and not excluded.
0: Yes, I think what we should stop doing, uh, Matilda, is to say um, we, we wait for UNICEF to come in you know we we wait for other ngos to come in global uh, platforms to come in
1: and
0: yeah but um i think it's something that we need to look at and say uh let's get to this and then let's have this done because we are one at the end of the day we have a motto that says one zambia one nation yeah even
1: yeah. as the the there's the another right which is the 42nd right which says every child has a right every right that is in the crc every child has to have that right yeah. yes
0: so i think um as we are wrapping up um every child has the right to know their rights yeah. all of them and so you and i uh Anyone that is listening out there have a mandate to help those children realize those rights. But even as you are teaching them those rights, remember to also teach them their responsibilities. Yes. If they have the right to education, tell them, them that have you have a right responsibility to, use, to study you to and work for your, for your rights. Yeah. So it's been a great five weeks. It's been yes. a really yes. great experience. And, and Tiwini and Joyce have been great too. Uh, yes. They look drained today, I understand. Good. But then yes. it's been fun. Yeah. Yes, basically. it's been fun working with you.
1: It's been fun meeting you and working with you Ah, as well.
0: Great, great, great. So everyone that's listening out there, my name is Joseph Kaluba.
1: And I'm Matilda Mwango. Thank you for listening to our podcast. All
0: right. Thank you. Bye-bye.